Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, coming to you with another podcast on the credit repair process. And today we're going to be talking about charge-offs and collections. And we're going to try to answer some questions that I get sometimes that when an account has been charged off, do I have to pay it? When account goes into collections, who do I pay? The debt collector if it's sold to them or the original creditor? So we're going to try to answer those questions and give you some information on what charge-offs really is and what collections really are. But of course, you know, first I got to thank all you guys and gals out there who download, subscribe, and follow my podcast. Truly want to thank you guys for your support. Without you guys, where would I be? We're coming close to 12,000 downloads in less than two years. I'm excited. This is episode number 56. And we got many more to go. So thank all you guys who call me, email me, follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, follow me on Facebook. I really appreciate you guys and gals out there. Thank you for your financial support, for cash apping me, $5, $10, $20 here. I really appreciate it. And so let's get ready to get into today's topics. And of course, if anybody out there want to reach me, you can always find all of my contact information inside of the description of any one of my podcasts, how to follow me on all platforms, along with my email address. If you want to just send some questions or want me to talk about a particular subject, as some of you guys do. So we're talking about charge-offs, and we're talking about collection. Let's talk about, let's start off with collections first. So what is a collection account? So basically a collection account is an account that goes into default because you missed uh, at least uh, one payment. One, you know, you were more than 30 days late. You were 30 plus days late and the account went into default. Now, typically it will go into collections after about three months of non-payment. So after about 90 days, the creditor will turn it into a collection account. And basically once it goes into a collection account, it's letting you basically know that they are going to aggressively begin to go after the full payment or aggressively go after you to catch up on all your payments. They are now no longer going to wait for your monthly payments, but now they're going to be calling you, seeing when you can catch up on your accounts and, you know, and they may sell the account or, you know, uh, rent the account out to a debt collector to see if they can uh, get it. So that's basically what a collection account is. So when you see a collection uh, shows up on your credit report account that's in collection, basically means you probably missed three months of payments in a row. And now they are going to aggressively try to go and get you either to pay the whole thing because you went into default or at least get you to try to catch up 
on all your payments. So they will be aggressively calling you, sending you letters, things like that to get you to catch up or pay the whole payment. That's a collection account. Now, again, you heard me reference, sometimes they will sell the account to a debt collector, right? And have them go after it for them, right? Well, let's, I said sell the, if they sell the account, then basically uh, the original creditor no longer owns the account. But if they uh, assign it out to a debt collector, then basically they still own it. And what they're basically saying is, "Hey, debt collector, if you can, you know, if you can, uh, if you can get this payment from this consumer, then we will give you uh, part of, you know, the payment, something like that. We'll pay you for your efforts, but you go out there and you collect this debt for us." So that means the debt collector, the original credit still owns it. The debt collector is only collecting on their behalf. When they sell it to a debt collector, that's when the debt collector actually owns the debt. You no longer pay the original creditor, but now you're only dealing with the debt collector. All right, and then you can get into talking about uh, settlements and things like that, which we will get into in a few. So that's collection account. A charge-off account a charge of account is basically when you miss 120 days of payment. So maybe six months in a row of non-payment, it gets charged off. And basically people say, well, the account is charged off. Do I have to pay it? Yes, you still owe it, even though they charged it off. Because basically them charging it off is basically more of a uh, tax uh purpose type thing whereas they're letting the government know that hey uh this consumer did not pay it we lent this consumer some money or credit they did not pay us back for it so we write it off as a loss for our taxes company taxes and they put it on your credit report as a charge off so that it can punish you with the credit bureaus and other lenders saying that you didn't uh pay back one of your uh bills your creditors Right, but a charge off on your account does not mean you do not owe the debt. Does not mean you do not owe the debt. So we don't want you to be confused about that. And if you hear anybody talking about that, they are absolutely wrong. It just means that they write it off as a profit and loss or a loss to their company and just puts it on your credit report to affect uh to punish you, is the way I would I would use it, punish us. All right. So that's basically what a charge off is. Now, a charge off can be sold to a debt collector or a charge off can be assigned the same thing like a collection to a debt collector. And all that, again, if it's assigned to a debt collector, then the debt collector is collecting that money on behalf of the original creditor. And if they're able to get all the money, partial money, they will get a percentage of that. Now, if it's sold to a debt collector, then of course the original creditor can no longer report a balance on your credit report. And then it basically has to say it has been sold to, assigned to a collection agency or something to that effect. And then that means that the debt collector can't collect on the debt. I mean, the original creditor cannot collect on the debt. It is now in the hands of the debt collector. That's who you'll be uh, dealing with. So some people ask, well, how do I know if the original creditor still owes it? Well, how do I know the debt collector owes it? 
Well, it's easy to find out because if you decide that you're going to pay it, if you're going to decide you're going to talk about uh, a settlement, what they, how much they will settle for, then if you, you always start with the original creditor. Call the original creditor, and if the original creditor sets up a payment with you or talks to you about paying them, then that means they still own the debt. That's what that means. That's how you know they, they still own the debt. If they say, hey, you have to talk to, let's say, Portfolio Recovery, because that's who owns the debt right now. That's who we sold it to. Well, they may not say sold it to, but that's who they may say have the debt. Then that just means that they sold it to Portfolio Recovery, as an example. Uh, and now you have to deal only with them because now they claim to have owned the debt. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about settlements and talk about uh, what you can do when it comes to charge off and collections being reported on your credit report. You're listening to the Credit Repair Show with your host, the Credit Doctor. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to the Credit Repair Show with your host, the Credit Doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. And as we were talking about charge-offs and collections, and what's the difference, just so that you know, again, collections basically is when uh, you miss at least three months of payment. The original creditor will deem it and put it into what they call collection, a collection account, which basically means that they're going to aggressively start going after uh, the payments that you owe them, the money that you owe them. Now, they may sell it to a debt collector, they may assign it to a debt collector, or they may just go after it themselves, meaning they may call you, send you letters directly from their company. And then we talked about a charge-off account, which basically after you go uh, at least six months of non-payment, it, gets, it goes from collections to a charge-off, the account is charged off. It does not mean you don't owe it. It just means that they're writing it off on their taxes as a loss to their company. And then they're putting it on your credit report, of course, to punish you uh, and let others lenders know that you didn't pay them back. All right. But you still owe them. They can still go after you for the money. And again, they can sell it to a debt collector to go after it. They can assign it to a debt collector. And we told you the difference. Uh, when they assign it, basically the debt collector is trying to collect the money on behalf of the original creditor. If they just outright sell it to the debt collector, then the debt collector is getting the money for themselves. All right. Now, for those of you who would just rather sell, I mean, settle, try to settle and make payments on these accounts, whether it's a collection account or a charge off account, and you decide that, you know what, I just want to pay it off. Let's talk settlements. All right, because everybody should talk settlements. Now, it is a little harder, you know, to talk settlements with the original creditor just because they basically have all the documents to really show that you owe them the debt. Now, some will actually take a settlement. I've helped some of my clients actually get settlements from the original creditor. But that's not always the case. Most of the time, they, they're going to want all the money. But you should always try to negotiate a settlement because you never know which ones will take it and which ones won't. But in terms of the original creditor, they have all the leverage. Because if you decide to fight it, then they have basically all the documents to show that you actually owe them. And it can go to court and all that good stuff. Now, when in terms of a debt collector, 
when a debt collector owns the debt, well, we know now, basically, a debt collector will, they go around and buy people's debts for pennies on a dollar and go after you for the whole amount. For an example, you owe Capital One $5,000. For whatever reason, it gets charged off. Capital One then sells it to a debt collector for pennies on a dollar, meaning that they may sell that five, I'm just using an example, that $5,000 debt for probably like $500 to the debt collector. Pay us $500, you have the whole $5,000 debt, and then the debt collector goes after you for the whole $5,000. That's basically how that works. They pay these, these you know, for, they pay these accounts for pennies on a dollar. Now, when that happens, though, you have more leverage to settle with a debt collector because basically the debt collector just wants to make something over the $500 that they spent. So they'll be willing to settle with you. They might settle with you for $2,000, $1,500, anything over $500 or whatever they pay for the debt. It's basically what they're gonna they don't mind selling it for because they actually making a profit. And you gotta understand that they rather make something than not get anything. So you the consumer have all the advantage because now you know that they brought it for pennies on a dollar. And then they gotta prove that they actually own the debt and that you owe them the debt if it comes to court. And you have the right, because now you have you can go fair credit, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act says, hey, you have the right to make sure they that they validate the debt, that they show that they own the debt, that they are licensed to collect the debt in your state, or that they're bonded if your state needs any debt collector to be bonded. They have to show that information. They got to prove that the amount that they asking for is correct. And everything about that account has to be, of course, you know, 100% accurate. So you have more of a leverage. And I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of times, and most of the times, the original creditor does not give the debt collector every piece of information to confirm that debt. Like purchase orders. The signed contract in most cases. And then what they do give them it's also, a lot of people don't know this, but in that agreement that they give to the debt collectors when they sell it, they actually have in the clause that we are not guarantee, guaranteeing that what we're selling you is 100% accurate information. It's somewhere, some language like that. Basically that the $5,000, we're not guaranteeing you that this is the accurate amount. So again, you have more of the the onus to do a settlement with a debt collector because they then would have to prove. Now, of course, many debt collectors hope and believe that you guys don't know your rights, but all you guys who listen to this podcast, you got to know now that you, if you've been listening to that, you know which the rights are. You know some things that you can stand on. And as long as you know that, you can put the uh, debt collector on notice. 
and then he'll he or she or the company will be more apt to do a settlement with you because they understand that they'd rather get something than lose anything either in court or with dispute letters or with consumer attorneys that may come after them so they'd rather get something than nothing so anything over what they paid for if they paid a hundred dollars you know they, if they can get a settlement of two hundred dollars you know then they made some money but of course, this is not what they want you to know. This is not what they're going to tell you. But the credit doctor is going to give you this information and let you know what's going on in the real world. And that's why we've been able to settle uh, uh, with some of our clients who wanted to do settlement. Because listen, uh, a lot of our clients want to fight you know, the inaccurate information on their credit report. We show and teach them how to do that. And then there are some of our clients just say, hey, I just want to do a settlement. So we educate them on the process of calling these debt collectors and what to say and how to talk to them about settlement settlements. So either way, we give them the information they need. This is what I'm trying to give you guys, information. So if you want to just do settlements, this is how. This is, you know, understanding that you have the leverage when it comes to debt collectors. And when it comes to the original creditor, you may not have the leverage, but know that a lot of them will just settle anyway. Now, another thing you got to look at is if the statute of limitation is running out in your state, meaning the time in which they can sue you for it, right? You got to know what the statute of limitation is in your state. You can always just Google your state, uh, credit card, statute of limitation, you know, consumer debt. And it'll tell you in some states, six years, five years, four years, three years, two years, you know, 10 years, whatever your state is. But if it's getting close to that time up, then you can really do a settlement or just wait them out. But if you just want to pay it because you're trying to purchase a home and they say, hey, you got to get rid of that, then you can actually talk to them about settlements and let them know that, hey, you know, the, the statute of limitations is running out. I wouldn't even tell them the statute of limitations is running out. I'll just give them a settlement. I'll say, this is the best I can do. Whatever your finances are, I don't know what your finances are, but this is the best that I can do. Basically, take it or leave it. So, you know, just understanding the process, understanding what your rights are, understanding the time limits and things like that puts you in a better position to deal with debt collectors and the original creditors if you are the person that wants to settle. But if you're going to pay any debt that's on your credit report, you definitely want to talk about settlements. Don't just say, I'm going to pay it all off. Just say, hey, talk settlements, because they will settle for less than the full amount. So that's charge-offs. That's collections. I appreciate you guys tuning in to another podcast of the Credit Repair Show. And, of course, I'm your host, as always, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. Any of you guys out there are interested in a free uh, over-the-phone consultation, just a consultation uh, concerning uh, your credit and things being reported on your credit report, just hit me up. Go into the description of any one of my podcasts. Find me through email. Uh, hit me up through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the platforms. And we'll be glad to give you a free over-the-phone consultation. 
All right. So thank you guys. You guys continue to tune in. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends. Let them know about it so that we can keep giving you more and more information as you journey to the road of 800 on your credit score. You can do it. You can do it. At least get to 700. You can do that and then push it for 800. All right. Little steps, baby steps, but you get there. All right. So you guys stay blessed. Whatever you do, stay blessed. You know what our motto is? You do not have to live with bad debt, but there is something you can do about it. And that's what the credit repair show is all about. Giving you that information. Stay blessed. Whatever you do, stay blessed. But what's even more important is that you are a blessing. And with that, we say have a blessed day. 